Good evening and welcome to the Rissington Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Rissington Podcast, episode 18. Third attempt. Third attempt, more on that later. Uh, this is John Oxton. Hello. And my name is John Hicks. Hello. And then behind us we have Mr. John Dennis. Well, hello. Currently, currently without headphones. <laughs> so, um, this, as John said, is our third attempt to record this podcast. Um, this is why it's been so delayed. Because um, the last two times we recorded it, it started off with a slight crackle. Yeah. And then as the recording went on, it got cracklier and cracklier. And it was shite. Aye, and I think I've discovered the fix. So I should note that fix here in this podcast, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so remember to set the built-in mic as the clock. We well, don't know what it means. Uh, something to do with the processor. And mm. remember to switch Skype off before you start your... Yes. Um, so <laughs> setting the clock, but then making the aggregate device again out of the two mics. And it seems to work. So hopefully, fingers crossed, this third time lucky, we don't have to re-record it. Okay, so we've got potentially quite a lot to get through on this one. So it could be quite a long podcast. Well, we were thinking about maybe we should split it up into episodes, but just... Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. See, see what happens at the end. Lots of long. Or we could do an ultra-long podcast and really just test the loyalty of our yeah, listeners. Yeah, it's like you didn't hear anything for months, and then suddenly, yeah. five-hour podcast marathon. Aye, oh, it's like a bus. <laughs> it's big and red Big, and big and red and shiny. <laughs> and you have to pay to get on. Right. It's not working, that, is it? No. Housekeeping. Right. Do you want to read the lean nutter? Lean nutter! <laughs> that's, all, that's all I want to say. <laughs> no, go on, you read that. Come on, I've been practising that for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, John and John. And I'd just like to note that he put my name first. I love him. <laughs> just, a, just a heads up, I'm holding you responsible for my current addiction. Ever since hearing the question regarding toast toppings on your podcast a little while ago, I've been addicted to fish fingers. The thing is that it's not just fish fingers, but fish fingers on bread covered in butter and tomato sauce. (laughs) I usually enjoy this with a cup of black tea, but occasionally spoil myself and have a nice cold beer instead. Mm. Uh, This is usually Cooper's or Rex, but at the moment my fridge is stocked full of Carlsberg for some reason. Ooh, football season, maybe? Yeah, probably. Because it's cheap. Luckily, I'm blessed with a stupidly fast metabolism. This is lucky because I'm enjoying my fishy little treat at least once a day of late. (laughs) Well, I just want to stop here that this was 27, September the 22nd, so there's a good chance he's dead by now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Too many uh, fishy little treats. Um, processed fish covered in breadcrumbs and gallons of tomato sauce, probably not the healthiest of meals. There is some evidence to suggest that tomato sauce reduces cholesterol or something. Well, there's loads of health there, isn't there? I mean, you first yeah. look at the fish. Well, there's fish, that's omega-3, that's good for your brain. Yep. And your heart. Exactly. Tomato- and then tomato sauce has got lots of, you say, antioxidants. It's yep. good for... Um, anti-cancer, didn't you say? Uh, just anti-everything. Anti-cancer. It doesn't like shit tomato sauce. Oh, fuck off, the lot of you. <laughs> yeah. I think it's not bad. I mean, I you know, white breads, maybe. Yeah, maybe you could make his own wholemeal loaf or something. And... Ah, but you can't have it in white bread, though. Uh, it's, it's right, cheap white bread as yeah. well. Whatever happened to Sunblessed? <laughs> I'd like our podcast to be sponsored by Sunblessed. Well, it's like whispers. There should be, like, you know, food products from the 80s brought back. Sunblessed yeah. will be next. In those waxy paper... Yeah, with the little clips that you could put... Yeah! They're genius, those clips, aren't exactly. they? Exactly. You can <laughs> flick them really well. Uh, I, th- oh, I, didn't, I don't know. That's I'm not going to read the rest. I think that's fine. Yeah, that's good. It's good email. Thank you. Yeah. Lina <laughs> Did we talk about fish fingers as a toast topping, then? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what were we thinking? <laughs> we were thinking about fish fingers. Um, I'm going to tackle the next one because it's the name. Yes. And apologies if I get it wrong. Ayush Ayuha. Um, uh, dear Rissington officers, on episode 16, I noticed that both the links to the M4A and to the MP3 link to the same MP3 file. This seems to be concurrent with previous episodes too. Yes, basically, uh, the M4A takes a long time to, to process. And after it would be really anal about know, it early on. I'd be really bullshit about it. No, we're going to have M4A. <laughs> Actually, MP3 is just yeah. a lot easier to get out. Because we can't be asked. Well, we've kind of ditched every other part of the show apart from the easy bit, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as, as right. That's right. So we'll keep the links as they are, but they're probably always going to be MP3. 
I mean, there's the chance that we might do a special maybe with lots of linkies and I think chapters. there's more chance of us doing a video podcast than doing a special <laughs> like there's more chance of Elvis Costello <laughs> coming back as Elvis Presley and taking it to <laughs> Thora Heard's house on the moon <laughs> for a tea party right yeah. um, oh, do I get do to do this one do no, I I'll do it if you don't go want on, it. Yeah, uh, Steve it. Marshall oh, um, we God. did a question a few podcasts ago God. about uh, whether the geographical location of servers affects search engine results um, and he asked uh, a, a, someone, an SEO about this. A CEO. An SEO. And he's got some great information, which I think should, shouldn't be in an audio podcast, should really be on the website. So we're going to post that as part of the yeah. um, information for the episode. Which means, note to self, don't remove the housekeeping label and lose <laughs> <No>. it. <laughs> yeah, it's very important. Because we've already pissed him off once. But I say, I mean, this was in June we yes. got this information. Sorry, Steve. But because with holidays and problems with recording, you know, it's taken a long time. But Sorry, the information Steve. will go out. Sorry, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Um, are we going to do the Kev Adamson one now? Oh, um, that's, that's in Kent in the housekeeping. Should we leave that to the question? It's a question. I don't want to do the housekeeping bit. I just want to come to the question. Do you want to do the Kev? Well, let's do this as the first question then. What the Kev Adamson one? Yeah. Shall I ask it, or do you want to ask it? You go on. You want to? Are we only asking the one? Well, actually, the first one, F Firefox three launched in a few days. I think. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was a, that was a real letdown, wasn't it? I think it's safe to say that's <laughs> yeah. going to be launched sometime. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to skip the middle one, but okay. this one: Who would win in a topless fist fight wearing fake moustaches? <laughs> Oxton or Hicks? Um, me, I think. I think it would depend on the fake moustache, though. Yeah. Well, that's true. If you had if a had, pointy if, one, you might get I'd, me in the eye. Yeah. If I had a bushy general, mm. it might give me enough like. Protection to. I don't want to think about your bushy general. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're talking about a topless fist fight? Yeah. I was supposed topless. I was thinking naked actually for some yeah. reason. Topless. I think naked. the man's saying we've got boobs. <laughs> so. Fight with only your breasts. Um, yeah, now you there's mean. a fight I'd like to see. I mean, come on. Can't we do that fade in music now where we go to me daydreaming? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, yes, the sounds of me being hit. <laughs> Thanks, Kim Adamson. Always no. very surreal. Another yes. fellow Welshman. <laughs> He's another natter. He's not Lee Natter, though, is he? <laughs> not Lee Natter. He's not Fido Gessiewood, either. Uh, so, can we get on with the real questions? Yeah, come on. We've got how many? 32? We've got 33 to part 33. There we go. Some of them are going to be shit, though, so we'll just delete them. Let's just go. Who's next? You. Oh, I thought I asked the last no, one. No, okay, I'll do uh, Superstitious Development from Matt Johnson. Uh, do you have any development superstitions or twitches? No. Well, no. Apart from my E6, <laughs> there is that kind of um, yeah, there's that kind of that stage near the end mm. when you're testing sites that uh, you tend to go arse, yeah, biscuit, <laughs> little twi- little Tourette's type twitches. Fuck, <laughs> fuck it, I <laughs> hate you. <laughs> Doing it in tables. <laughs> it's the you know, it just sees you through it. It's one of those little, you yeah. know, involuntary things. But no superstitions. Well, I'm finding it helps to take my shoes off, but apart from that... Yeah, yeah. well, I have to say, the occasional day that I don't come into the office is because I'm having my naked development day. <laughs> <laughs> gently cub my testicles. You haven't invited me to one of those well, since the last time, have you? Yeah, <laughs> you, you didn't seem too pleased with the last one. It wasn't quite what you'd expected. It was just a bit cold, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Talking of just on this Twitches, there's that there's a little link somewhere to um, see. I'm getting the links going there. Oh. Sorry, to that um, timer for how long it takes to develop it in CSS, and once the timer goes off, you start building it in tables. Oh yes, <laughs> so we should link to that. Yeah. It'll be very old news by the time this episode goes out. But there we go. You never know. And this this question was actually only sent four days ago. Mm. So. How did that get to be in here? I don't know. That should have been put demoted to. Never mind. Right, my go? Yes. Mark Jackson, do you code for all eventualities? Uh, do you write the CSS for a table and style it anyhow? Oh, I'm going to have to go back. Uh, given a new web project, you find that the site doesn't require, for example, a styled table. Do you write the CSS for a table and style it anyhow, or leave the styling for the table out of the first iteration and hope the client will come back for some additional code? Well, thing is, I mean, that's quite a good example using mm-hmm. a table, because... Styling tables can be a bit of a pain in the ass, mm. and you don't know what the table is going to be useful. Yeah, so. so I would I would tend to say leave it out. As you say, you don't know what the content's going to be. 
and you need the content to know how you know how to communicate the content so mm. um i tend to have very basic um like you know heading paragraph block quote that kind of thing. yeah yeah quite yeah. standard stuff the standard sort of stuff you'd get in an article i tend to style up yeah 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 but tables i would i would definitely leave out um it seems a bit a stage too far do you think i think so it depends on the project though really doesn't it it does but yeah, I would, but yeah I would generally small grocery sites to start at the basics but well we've got 33 questions we better get moving <laughs> and once we edit a few questions out it's going to make no sense whatsoever <laughs> okay um Oh, it's your go? Is it your? Yeah, it is. Sorry. Is it? Yes, it is. All right. Uh, this is from Chad Kaufman. Um, this is actually a pimping rather than a question. Um, and it's for the Cool Iris plugin. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's, it's very slick and it's all very whizzy and fast and lovely. And, yeah. But it only works in Safari and Firefox, doesn't it? I've got it installed and I'm a bit like. It's, it's a bit of, bit of eye candy, isn't it? Yeah. This thing that shows you the thumbnail of images on the big wall that flies past you. It is quite nice, but mm. not something I. Go out of my way to use. I know. I think it's a bit, it's a bit vulgar, a bit flash. You know, oh, flash in the kind of bit know, boy racer. Yeah, not in the, the, the you know, you know what I mean. Steve Hodgson. I'm gonna strawberry blue. I don't know about that bit. My question concerns: At what point one should realise that there is danger of overusing a font? I think we're in danger of excessive use of Adobe's. Benuda LP stud. <laughs> Standard. Stud. <laughs> I know. It's an LP stud. Bless you, Mr. Dennis. Since I went looking for a sketchy type font and found this one, I worry that this may be the thin edge of a very thick wedge. Before long, it's school newsletters set in Comic Sans and sitting on the pavement outside Waterstones with a three-legged dog at a dog at a bucket. <laughs> what are the warning signs? Well, I think the warning signs are emailing us for advice for one thing. Yeah, the warning signs are um, feel like um, taking one of the legs off your dog. Yeah, um, liking for cider. <laughs> um, it's a very good point, but I kind of tend to think font overuse is more a problem when you use lots of different fonts. Yes. And I think if you've got fonts that work, I, I've used a lot um, Avenir for a lot of corporate identity kind of branding mm. stuff, stuff because it keeps on fitting for that that particular job. I keep looking at lots of different options, mm. and it's the right fit. So I kind of feel, you know, it can't avoid the fact that it's the right fit, and I can't just choose something else because it's been I've used it on other things. Mm. Um, if, it, if it's the right fit for the job, it's got to be done. So, yeah, I don't worry about font overuse. No. Um, I use Helvetica for everything now. Yeah. I used to use Arial. I think it's quite a leap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, imagine those days, eh? <laughs> Back God, in the day. All your T's were angled at the top. Um, it's, yeah, it's a big leap from overusing a nice font to Comic Sans. Yeah. But if he's starting to think that Comic Sans actually isn't as bad as people say... Maybe those are the warning signs. Can I just say, there's a school newsletter set in Comic Sans. I would like to praise my local school because mm. a lot of the stuff that they do, they use Sassoon Primary, Gosh. which is a very good, legible primary font. Not Comic Sans. Still looks nice. Yep. Not that I think Comic Sans is the evils of all evil. Anyway, yes, so don't worry. I would say just keep on overusing Yes. Until it wears out. Until little serifs drop off. <laughs> Me serifs should drop off. Yes. Help. Are okay. you going to ask? Uh, no, right. I just did that one. All right, okay, so it's cheese. From, from SJK. SJK. Yeah. <laughs> He's named Jason. Like, he sounds like a local radio. Um, trying to say, he, just, he, sat, he um, signed himself as Jason Design Shrink. Design Shrink. <laughs> There's a TV series there. Definitely. And uh, shrunk the design as a whole film. <laughs> this late night caller or something. Um, uh, my question is, should you do work for friends and family? No. I think this is a very good question. How much discount would you be willing to give? Last project was a menu and we clocked it at £600, £20 an hour, and gave them 50% off. It's a very difficult one. That is a difficult one. I tend to avoid working for friends where possible yeah um, I've fallen out with people about free websites mm. it's not the doing the sites afterwards isn't it when they want follow up yeah but do you how do you feel about charging them for a website I'm uh, absolutely fine now 
Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, you probably charge them and do more work than... So... It's... There's a lot of people I, I well, don't want to work for because I don't want to charge them. Yeah. Actually, I haven't got any friends, so I don't have to worry. <laughs> you can build your own website. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I'm just thinking of, like, Drew and Rachel, and I keep doing a bit, bit to work for them. Mm. Not huge amounts, you know. I'm kind of doing lots of, like, suggesting and then mm. they're kind of t- taking the lead. Um, and I think it's probably okay to talk about that in the sense that we kind of swap mm. skills because um, I know that there are going to be times I need some uh, programming work done mm. and back-end stuff. So, but do you um, time that? I have timed it. Yeah. But mainly, even if it didn't end up being charged, I always time stuff so that I know how long it takes me. Well, and then yeah, just, you... and just, just for the future, when someone asks me to do something, I've got an idea of the reality of how long it takes me rather than how much I think it is. Mm. How much I think it is, two hours. The reality, five, five months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always, always longer. Um, I th- yeah, I, I find it difficult. I, I would say the work I've done, friends and family, I don't charge. Mm. But I tend to sort of, if it's something I think it's going to be a big hassle, mm. I would send them somewhere else rather than me, maybe. Mm. I don't know, there's a lot of potential there to... I mean, I, I um, used to, I, the friend I used to farm work to, but, you know, it just obviously wasn't bothered about it and wasn't spending any time on it. Mm. And I had to sort of tidy it up and finish it up before I send it back to the client. Not and that, that was the end of the friendship, or, you know. Yeah. So, yes, work and friends don't always mix. Friends and family. Mm. Banana and peanut butter. Yes. John Osmond. What the hell is squeezy condensed milk? <laughs> you tell us. Which is, seems like quite a random question. Well, it sounds like a euphemism. Yeah. But um, it, I think it was from something I put on Twitter. Oh, about right. About a tub of uh, squeezy condensed milk fell out of my fridge. I opened the door and it fell out. <laughs> and this is Wait, my fridge. Where did you come my from? My fridge. You gadget. <laughs> uh, and I don't know what it is or why it's there. And it's not just putting a hole on top of a tin of condensed milk. No, and it's squeezy. in a squeezy thing and it's still there. And it's Why would you need squeezy? I, I haven't sat Esther down and Asta yet. But. Right, we must get... before we, When we actually published this, mm. we actually, have an answer. I'm going to forward this to Esther right now. She can answer it. If we get an answer back before the end of the show, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll let you know. It. I forwarded it to her. Okay. So, uh, Ed Wong asks about Duxford. I'm pretty sure you've bodied... Can I start that one again? I'm pretty sure you've probably been to the Imperial War Museum at Duxford, right? No. No. But we did intend to last Christmas, didn't we? Yeah. We actually were having a, going to have an office Christmas party but out to Duxford, but it didn't work We were all freelancers and we didn't have time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this year. have time to go off and have jollies. When I went there last weekend for the first time, and it was pretty cool, I'm not much of a war nostalgist, but it did take me back to sitting in the school library, reading copies of Flight International. Oh, I remember that. And even enjoyed the US foreign policy hangar, the one with the B-52 in it. So, my question is, apart from the Spitfire, what are your favourite planes on display at Duxford? Well... Oh, that answers that question. Yes. <laughs> well, I, if, imagining that they might have the Lancaster... At Duxford, in which case I'd put that as well. Scott, what can't we visit via the internet? I used to have, we probably could. A virtual visit, you mean? Yes. Well, who did who did a sketch about a virtual visit, visit to somebody? I don't know, was it Adam Buxton or something? I don't, I don't know. But uh, London takes you through the virtual shop at the end of it. That's, that's fine, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> but I quite like the shape of the Lancaster. I used to have an airfix kit of a Lancaster bomber. No. Not, now you're just like, jeez. No, exactly. <laughs> Can we move on? All ever talk about. Yes, We've never, we haven't been, but we should go. Yes, we should. James Goldworthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah 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 blah. He's even wrote the blah blah blah. Exactly. Excellent. Good yes. man. That helps. We forget what to say. <laughs> He's put a boag in here as well. Blah blah blah. Boag. Blah. <laughs> that sounds like a swear word. I just like to go on record saying we love Paul Berg in his show. We really do. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah. For those people who do take it a little bit too seriously. Well, Boag takes it too seriously. Oh well. Never Give him yeah. a hug next time you see yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, I have a quick question for you both. Knowing your passion for the CMS known as Text Pattern, I was wondering what you, you both made of the CMS separatist terror group known as X Pattern. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, don't know enough about I it. I haven't tried it. Mm. Um, and that's about it, really. 
Because I know why this, we put this question in. Yeah. Finally, would it be wrong to add lashings of salad cream to my Stilton and Walker's ready salted crisp sandwich? No. <laughs> I'm going to try that tonight. Really? Um, Stilton, crisps, and still and salad cream. Everything's there. Cheese, yeah. salt, and sugar from the salad cream. What more could you want? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, yeah, so it was because of that, because we haven't used X-Pat. Yeah, I forgot about that. As far as I know... I don't know about active development on that. Is it still moving? I don't, I don't know. think it is. I didn't even heard of it until I just read that out. Anyway, yes, so definitely yes to that. I'm going to try that as well, even though I don't like Stilton. Oxford Blue for you, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not a big blue cheese man. Yeah. You are. You're scary. You're big, you're blue, and you're cheesy. <laughs> what more do you want? How more blue <laughs> cheese can you get? <laughs> you're, you're, very, you're very blue when you're choking on your peanuts. Okay, a uh, question on. from Anthony Case who asks, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a question regarding colours and how they're displayed on different display things. Oh dear, it's yeah. going to be a hard one. Badly. It's a problem I've run into myself on my blog design at escapecrate.co.uk. I'm familiar with this site. I designed it all on my Mac Pro, tried it in different browsers on Parallels with IE, etc. All the standard precautions. My laboriously chosen vintage beer coaster green, oh, beautiful Which colour. looks very nice. Purple and green cream colour scheme looked lovely on my LCD, as it would. However, a few months after launching the new design, I happened to notice that my green was being vomited out on some screens that I could only describe as green. <laughs> the screen. I thought you were going to break into a 50s Monster Mash song then. For green. Um, I can see you reaching for your I, can you see me look Come on, get it over with Get it over with, will you? Do it now We interrupt this broadcast Oh, so good Feels so good um, We'll have to post a link to the picture now The screens powered by Microsoft Vision Seem particularly prone to the issue It's only the green which is the problem Which totally ruins the balance I'm going to stop this question here Because I don't know the answer to this one because I've seen it as well. I go to work in London, having done some stuff down here <laughs> on my lovely Mac, and it's green. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't looked at his site actually. Yeah. I'm just going to read quickly. It's very nice. Um, Let's get create. I don't know the answer. Monitor, some monitors are shite, and others aren't. Yeah, I know that in um, just a little so side fact here. That if you use watercolors, mm. green is one of the most difficult colors to remove. It stains mm. the most. Mm. You'd have thought brown would be, but no. Yes, well, brown stains other ways. Yes, I can see what he means by the the right kind of green. Um, I, I don't know, it's difficult, isn't it? I'm going to change on so many different devices. I've just given up caring too much. Mm. If we ever come across a solution, I think we'll... Or if we'll anybody post. out there has a... He's talking what? about screen calibration tools, and but then you're talking about, well, nobody else has their screen. It's a bit like when musicians <sighs> go into the studio and record their music and mm. listen to it on beautiful speakers and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then we come along and... Grip it up and do a little MP3. <laughs> It'll be sent out as a little um, mm. um, tinny podcast gadget thing from yes. McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That annoys the one hell out of you. Yeah. So we'll we'll post if you find an answer. So non answer that one. Okie dokie. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, Adam Spooner. Who blah 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 yada yada. Oh god. Uh, there's a lot of stuff here. There is a lot to go through. Um I think the questions are the one, two, three, four. Are we done? <laughs> oh, we, oh, I thought you were going to break into no, 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 one, yeah, two, three, four. <laughs> Get the stylophone out again. Right, which one should we go for? Uh, Let's one. go for number two. Oh, okay. Um, what happened to type, the typeface of the week? I love type and was excited to see the typeface of the week during episodes one, two, but they ended there. Took too long. Cult classic. I, I'm not really a good reviewer. I'm not really good at saying why something's good. You just went. I like that. I like that. So I could just say, you know, I like that this week. Um, I really like uh, Scarlet Serif. There we go. Nice. Maybe we could do, you could do a pre-recorded bit, but leave a blank space for the actual typeface. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> uh, the swear bucket, whose idea was it and why was it started? I have no fucking idea, but it's you, gone now. It was your idea, but it was a one-off just to, you know, cause we, had lots, we had a few complaints about swearing. <laughs> from your wife. <laughs> no, <laughs> not just from the wife. No, your wife wasn't concerned with my swearing, just yours. 
Yeah. Well, it has been a bit worse since I met you. Uh, Not that I'm blaming you. Are you a grown-up now? It's just I feel I have to keep up. Well, I can um, teach you some new ones if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I can invent new ones. Uh, let's just skip that one completely. Do you want to do the other questions? Uh, let's skip Paul Burgess. We've answered the Radiohead question already, yeah. anyway, on another podcast. Oh, sorry, Paul Burgess. <laughs> yeah. It's not uh, relevant anymore because, uh, unfortunately, yeah. time has gone and passed. Yeah, thought so. Oh, my God, this is a huge question. Um, oh. <sighs> Let's just read the questions and make up our own answers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to read this one out? There's a long... St- if you go to the bottom bit, so I guess my long story short. Oh, excellent. Okay, we'll do that bit. Um, future reference, people. Um, keep it short. Otherwise, we won't. It's <laughs> just a bit too much. Um, a CV lands in your inbox. It's poorly put together and vague. The portfolio is weak at best. The cover letter is and email is poor, perhaps even featuring typos. I remember looking over some of these when I used to work, and it was things like, you know, I have great attention to detail. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. What's detailing if you yeah. fall on a pail? Fall, yes. <laughs> yeah. Fall on a spike. Uh, my bucket has been removed. <laughs> uh, what do you do? Do you ignore it? Do you reply smartly, restating that you're not hiring? Um, offer some subtle pointers on CV and cover letter writing with an emphasis on getting a gig in the design game or something else? Good question. My temptation would be to ignore it. Yeah, I can't really say. I've never been in a position to receive CVs. But I think it's really bad. You tend to think that you should offer some feedback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You must be joking! You're an idiot! <laughs> that'll, but, be, that'll be point two then, reply smartly. Yes, I guess so. I, some people you think, I think sometimes you can tell if they're just trying, they are trying, mm. but haven't achieved it. Or some people just aren't bothered. Yeah. And they're not bothered, I'll just ignore it. But sometimes I might get one that I think, you know, you could l- lend someone a hand and. Just give them some feedback. Yes. Yield. There we go, Mr. Trujan. Jake Smith. Mm-hmm. Dear Blah Blah. <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> Cut straight to it, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I was on the beta for Dropbox and we've implemented a workflow in the studio for admin Word Docs and are venturing into the workflow for devs, but wonder how you guys use it. Have you got the sharing set up just as backup or active dev folders? Mm. Uh, well, I use it a lot. Yeah, active dev folders. Yeah. Sort of. Um, uh, sharing stuff between remote workers. Yep. Um, maybe maybe music. Um, Only style for music. Can we have a talk like this now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dear John and John, how much do you the podcast? <laughs> yeah. The sound went all funny. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to fix that. Um, <laughs> oh, there we go. You might not. <laughs> Stylophone, please. So, I mean, for you know, inver- inbuilt versioning, which is obviously great. Mm. Um, it saves a lot of time. It's again, it's like Basecamp. There are some mm. clients I've had that it just doesn't work because they they don't get buy-in from their end. Mm. But for those that it does, like when we share stuff internally, you know, as part of the office. Yep, it's good for getting our bandwidth up. Yeah, well, I think you know, there's four of us in the office. Rather than copy it separately to four people, three people's Dropboxes, mm. um, as in the, the Mac OS ten Dropbox, mm-hmm. um, just put it in your Dropbox, yeah, and it's done. The other one I do at the moment is I have a, a colleague all the way in South Wales uh, doing stuff for me, and I use Skitch to make little screenshots, yeah, and put little notes on those screenshots, and then put them in a Dropbox Fix folder called Fix It, <laughs> <laughs> and then he drops it in a folder called Done It. So, and then you get the little growl notification, blah, blah, blah. It's quite good. Oh, yes, the growl notification so is very good. Visual to-do lists. Yeah. Very nice. It's just, it's great. Yes. I mean, the, the only problem I came in with it was, you know, you have to have a good amount of hard drive space. I've come, the more you share. I've come up with two problems. Mm. One is because I've got the full strength version. I keep killing everybody else's Dropbox because I don't. And the other is not being able to, if you've got one shared folder... You can't share folders inside that folder uh, with individuals. Yeah. So they have to have the whole thing or none of it, mm. which I'd like them to fix that. Yes, we like Dropbox, though. Yes. And the final question there? Uh, oh. Uh, and Tommy Red or HP Source on Toast? 
on uh, on sausage. Oh, on sausage on toast. Ah, uh, HP. Brown sauce. Sausage on toast. Do you know, I've never tried that. Do you think he means sausage sandwiches? Do you think he makes baked baked beans with the sausages in on, oh. the, on toast? Oh. Nom, 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 nom. I think I think HP. I think you're right. Yeah, because you've already got the tomato sauce of the beans. You see, yeah. we're ignoring what he has to say. Even even just sausage on toast, I think yeah. HP adds that you know a little bit of zing. Yeah, I think I'm I'm swaying these days more towards cheaper sausages mm. in that kind of more plainer rather than the sort of the more fancy yeah. with a very kind of like the wrong texture. That with lots of flavour that distracts from the HP and the cheap bread, <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's got it's got lots of filler for it to work. Your go. Okay, Paul Kornagi. Now, we've had Paul Kornagi before, haven't we? Have we? Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, or maybe it's just from the two times we've recorded this question. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I was wondering... yeah, he's asked us this question before. Let's... <laughs> Sorry, Paul Kornagi. Um, I was wondering what sort of system you have for keeping track of the questions you've already answered on previous podcasts. It is hardcore. It's happened well. Millions of pounds of development went into this system. Yes, but not by us. No. Not our pounds. Um, it's Gmail with labels. Yeah, episode ten, episode That's all it is all labelled. Yeah, so we can go back. We can see the questions for an episode. We can see which ones we've answered so far, and that's how we do it. Uh, well, the inbox is the only place where we keep unread email, isn't it? So. Yeah, but as I say, you know, once we start recording a show, they're all unread mm. in a label, like episode yeah. eighteen that we're reading from the moment. And then as we go through, they will get read. They so conveniently tells us how many more questions we've got to get. Through. Yeah, we're a fourteen of thirty-three. So. Mm. <laughs> There we go. Go Tan. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Uh, I've been listening to your show since the beginning, except I can't understand your British accents. <laughs> <laughs> what? Can, I think you said something about liking text pattern and cheese. Can you sum up the last 16 shows and doing it, it in an American accent? Okay. Awesome. We likes Americans. No, in an American accent. They can only do the good. one. <laughs> yeah, we do that. that. Are you from New York? I am. Si- oh. 16 shows in an American accent. I think oh. you, you did it. Awesome. 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 I'm like so great, man. But I'm okay with that. It's like just so, just so like, like so awesome, yeah. Do you remember That's we said terrible. once? That's yeah. Awful. <laughs> Please don't ask me. Oh, dear me. We were going to do a show in this, for, especially for Americans, weren't we? We were going to do a special Thanksgiving one, weren't yeah. we? But I like Americans now since they voted in Obama. Yeah, no. I've changed my mind about them. I think Americans are realising that we don't hate them anymore. No. We never did hate them. It was George no, Bush we hated. They did the right thing. Crazy. Well, we still hate the Americans for voting him in. I mean, it's, you know... But did they? Bush didn't vote did himself they? in. Did they? Did they? Nobody knows. Anyway. Did a bit of politics. Hey. This is from... Creeping into the podcast. Sorry. Go on. Uh, yeah, we'll have complaints now. Political. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it your turn to ask or mine? No, it's your turn. It's actually another Ed Wong again. We met... Uh, I actually met a geek... <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> she came out and met some. Like, Hello, <laughs> uh, Firstly, I'd like to publicly apologise for being responsible for at least two of Garrett's earworms from podcast. Who, who did I meet again, Ed or Garrett? I think you met Ed. Okay, I think I wasn't there at the time though. But you I, were. Ed, you introduced me to. Did I? Yeah. Oh right. So you. Uh-huh. Oh, I might be Garrett then. Um, so yeah, Starship and Boston. I don't think I can claim responsibility for men at work, but incidentally. Uh, live it up by mental as anything <laughs> from the Crocodile Dundee soundtrack was my earworm today and now that's my earworm now thank you very much secondly John briefly mentioned a topic I have great interest in iterative and agile development techniques no yep my questions are are there any particular aspects of agile development that as a front end developer you find worth highlighting I'm going to swear now go on uh, what's his name Boring guy, usability guy, doesn't like graphics. Jake, Jake Nielsen. Nielsen. He's just published a... <laughs> Boring guy. <laughs> he won't mind. That's not the worst thing that's been said about No, no, no. Just um, he's just published a 95-page document on usability inside the agile development process, oh, which right. I'm waiting for my boss to buy me. So by the time this goes right. out... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I could go on and on, but yeah. go on, you have a go. I'd have nothing to say about agile okay. development. I'm sorry. Any particular aspects of agile development as front end Yeah, you've got to work as a front end guy, designery person. You need to work in front of and behind mm. the agile process. You've got to be a little bit ahead. 
Right. Otherwise, you're screwed. Because you go to an iteration meeting and they're like, we'll go and do that then. It's like, uh, uh, no. Uh, Grey boxing, very good, quick. And if you can do that, uh-huh. extra well. Is there anything you don't like about it? Uh, yes, the constant pressure of got to get it done, 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 got to get it done. Can you go for lunch? Got to get it done. <laughs> yeah. um, iterate, iterate. It is full on. Mm. Uh, but if, uh, it's nice, nice. Of, I'm quite lucky now. I've got somebody doing CSS for me, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, and paper prototyping, also very good. Cool. Let's move on. Lovely. Uh, you short Oh, no. George, George Borden Kirchner. George Borden Kirchner. Uh, great that the Risington podcast is back. He, hey. said, he said that on September the 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the irony. Yeah. Uh, top, uh, a link I stumbled across right now for the cheese lovers. Top 10 stinky cheeses. Uh, tasted or already any of them. All right. Um, I'm not talking about microphones. Let's go and have a quick look at top ten cheeses. Blog.hotelclub.com. Hotel club? What? What kind of... Is this spam? Oh, I see. Okay, Telegio. Not trying it. Tried it. Like it. Uh, Stilton? Good. Even for me not liking blue cheese, good. You said you didn't like Stilton a minute ago. Well, I like it cooked. Ah. Stinking Bishop. You like a stinking Bishop, don't you, Mr. Do like it. It really does smell like the worst end of arse, but it's... um... We had Stinking Bishop here, didn't we, when we first came? Yes. And there was a polite knock on the door. (laughs) Limburger. That sounds horrible. I have a piece of Limburger, please. I haven't haven't tried Limburger, actually. No, I haven't tried that. Uh, Roquefort. Roquefort and tomato ketchup sandwiches. Om nom. (laughs) (laughs) It's the king of blue cheese, would you say? Uh, It's... Well, it's the king of nice cheese, yeah. Mm-hmm. Roquefort is lovely. Breedamo. Breedamo. Yeah. Like it. Like a bit of Breedamo. Yeah, like a bit. I just, I mean, look at that photo. Doesn't that look gorgeous? We're going to be hungry at the end of this. Fish it's finger and cheese. lovely, oh, that lovely rind and that runny, runny brie. Look at that. Again, it's a bit like Stinking Bishop and then I'll have that real pong, but mm. it won't taste of that very much. Um, kind of tastes a bit vegetable-y, but mm. really nice. I don't even know how to pronounce this one. Epoisse? Epoisse. Napoleon, one of Napoleon's favourites. I'm guessing that at some point in my life, as a person who's been in touch with some of the finest cheese words in the world... The finest, I've yes. probably tried this, but I can't remember trying it. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks nice. Munster I've tried. Yeah. Uh, that's quite nice. Tried that. Quite tried like that. that. Camembert. Who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit boring. Normally eaten with a spoon, it says. <laughs> yeah, it can be a little bit too mild, I think. I'd come and bear, depending on the cheese. Oh, and Pont Levesque. Pont Levesque. That is the worst toenail cheese. That it really has the it's nice, smell though. of feet. It's very nice, though. It is very nice. I'm trying to remember which one you bake in the oven now. It's one of the ones. Camembert. Is it Camembert? Yeah. Is it little Camemberts that come in? Yeah, baked well, Camembert. Which is the seasonal one, then? See, I don't know a great deal about cheese. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what this one seasonal one is. I've talked to the missus. She knows lots about cheese. Isn't it not just that they're all all year round, but they change from season no, to the there's type one, of consistency? There's one cheese that I went and said, hey, I'd like this cheese to bake in the oven. They're like, <laughs> fuck off. It's not in season, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, you Philistine. <laughs> Tesco worker, are you? Uh, anyway, we should move on. We should. Thanks, George. Ben Smith, my question for the panel is, what do you do when friends ask for a website or logo design? We've done uh, this. We've actually just answered this one. So we're going to skip Hooray. straight over this. Sorry, Ben. That means we're already on to question 19. Hooray. <laughs> Shall I answer this one? Uh, one? Yep. Go on. Okay, uh, this is from Andy Wright. Big letters! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a huge type and all italics. Um, but Andy Wright's a very lovely client of ours. Yeah. Aye. We both had. Oh, well, we, we should say thank you as well. Yes, because we had a book. Yes. Uh, Managing the Design Factory. Yes. Which is a very um, Big dense book, dense book <laughs> to read. Um, that was very nice. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank and you. I think I'll have to give a plug to orchestrateapp.com. That's A-P-P, all one word, orchestrateapp.com, which is the product we've been working on together. So, shameless fawning. Um... Da ba da ba da ba da. Two questions. What does the panel feel is the appropriate punishment for allowing oneself to be put off Radiohead for ten years, just because you knew somebody who would never fucking shut up about them? So you vowed that you would never like them just to be stubborn. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, you but, get people like that. Yeah, like us. Yeah, I think the appropriate punishment is to play OK Computer once, 
and then make them listen to Pablo Honey for a week. <laughs> my good, choice. Good answer. I've recently discovered I quite like a lot of it. So my second question is, uh, which album would you want on a desert island if you only had one album? Now, earlier, when we had a question that said, what's your favourite Radiohead album? Mm. And I thought we'd already answered it. Yeah. It's because it was this question, yeah. which we'd already answered twice, due to, <laughs> due to having to re-record it. So... Go for it. Well, I'm, I'm torn at the moment because of In Rainbows. Mm-hmm. It's on the verge of becoming my favourite album of all time. But between that and... It's Hail to the Thief. No, it isn't. What is it then? You're an amnesiac, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it could be whatever you like no. it to um, be. Or Radio, I, I thought, don't know. I thought it was Amnesiac was your favourite. Nah. Greatest Hits, of course. <laughs> Greatest Hits. <laughs> now that's no, what no, I call Radiohead. It was it, Amnesiac. You're yeah. right. Um, I'd have to say OK Computer because of it was it came out um, a couple of days after I met Lee. And it was that that early time was all, you know, OK Computer was a sort of soundtrack for mm. for meeting Lee, getting engaged, all that kind of thing. Um, but I do like, I think, yeah, In Rainbows as a whole album. Is Both. Yeah. Both CDs mm. for those of us who bought the box set. Yeah, you listen to it as one big long stream. It's definitely worth it. It's worth it. So thank you, Andy. Right, Adam Coppard. Mm-hmm. All right, geezer. <laughs> for no reason. Have you copped? No. I'm not going to insult his. Go family. on, come on. I'm not going to insult his family. Um, uh, thank, cheering up on long car, car journeys with the Dole family. Mum. <laughs> Hello, Dull family. I hope you're listening at this moment. <laughs> Adam hates you. <laughs> On to my question. Do you think there is a great big problem that the iPhone does not... Sorry. I have flash. It's great for blocking annoying ads, but when it comes to creative agencies who only use a flash site, I can find no information. Amy, adjudication. Where is it? Amy? Amy, adjudication. Uh, I think it says bollocks. I think, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Because, why would you... I mean, first of all, creative agencies shouldn't just have a Flash site. Yeah. If you, should, if you look at it on a site without Flash, you should have at least some information about mm. them. Um, I don't miss Flash, do you? No. Using that browser? Not in the slightest. But I use my iPhone <sighs> slash iPod Touch. Mm. My iPhone without the phone bit. <laughs> For different things. They just do yeah. iPod Touch. I don't use it the same. No. I use it for watching iPlayer stuff. and mm. So smart people like the BBC are like, we haven't got Flash, so we'll give you quick time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I definitely don't use my portable device in the same way as I use my big one. I just can't imagine a flash, working a Flash site on mm. a... I don't know. JavaScript's going to wipe the floor with Flash anyway. Yeah. The things that are going on with it right now. Like a drum machine, for instance. Yeah. JavaScript. JavaScript is the tool in the hands of the people. Yeah, aye. Flash is the tool in the hands of the people, other people. Yeah. Aye. Exactly. There we go. Alan Bristow. Hello. Um, Now, this is a little bit old news because it's July 24th. (laughs) We really have neglected our podcast. (laughs) But we might mention it. Um, Basically, it's about Bletchley Park, which is um, having problems. Bletchley Park, if you don't know, is the place in Milton Keynes where, um, during the war... We invented computers, don't you know? And we cracked the German enigmas. Um, no matter what, with the those Hollywood lovely Turing machines. Um, and it was, but this the place that sort of houses these, you know, um, National Museum, things like the roofs caving in, and it's all, it was all looking a bit bad for it. Um, so Alan's linking to this um, shout out from. Shout out. They didn't shout out. They called In a Tim funding. Westwood style. They call for funding. They don't shout out yeah. to charities. I say, um, chaps, let's have a dinner party. <laughs> no, no, better. Tea party. <laughs> no, no, I know. We'll have a shout out instead. <laughs> to so, the homies. Asking for more money. But since then, the recently English Heritage have actually stumped up some cash. Not to say that they couldn't do with some cash. But um, other than thought about, you know, that actually that would be an ideal charity for Rissington Podcast to support. It's um, Bletchley Park very much tied to our kind of idiom mm. but you know maybe one day <laughs> we'll get our asses into you sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> okay that's that one then uh, Nick Thorley uh, 
Last FM, do you yeah. guys pay the subscription or are you on free accounts too? I wanted to ask if you thought the paid subscription is worth it. Can you pick from any tracks and you can play them? I really don't use Last FM. I no. I say it. I mean, I, I just let it run mm. and it collects stuff on me and I get phone requests. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I use Last FM to get recommendations, mm. but I've not got a paid subscription. No. So I'm afraid we're not the people to answer, ask for. No, I'm, I, I have it running so that when people say, what do you listen to, I can go, over there. Over there. <laughs> it shows up all the things that uh, Charlotte's been playing on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, John Bannister asks, over the many podcasts you've done, one recurring comment is that any client asking for a page that doesn't scroll is a knob. We never said that. The, no, we never said that. We just said it was wrong, but we didn't go quite as far as a knob. This anyway. this request has never come up for me in any of my two design briefs, and I can't <laughs> see why it would. Where has this myth that content below the fold is ignored come from? It is still applicable today. People do still ask for it. And but you can see a lot of sites that were designed that way. Mm. These little um, 300 by 600 sites that sit in the top left corner because mm. they can't scroll. Yes. Well, yeah, I know, fortunately, if you have good clients and they don't have such silly requests, then you're fine. You would never come across this request. No, because... And there is some evidence, and I have no link for this, so if somebody has the link for it, that some researchers found that it's not as common a problem as it once was. People seem more willing to click and scroll these days because <laughs> they know the shit, man. Shout out to me scrollers. <laughs> Go on, then. Martin Baker. Loving the podcast, chaps, blah, blah, blah. I love the way that people script this in for me now. Thank you, chappies. Uh, a quick question about something very mysterious that was bothering me for many moons. The curved tail and Helvetica's uppercase are why? Mm. Mm. It's a little bit of typographic fancy, I believe. Yes. Um, good question. Don't know the real answer. Friday night design? Slipped. Well, it was in the days of pen and ink, so he was just drawing that last little tail and yeah. someone said, oh, how you doing? Or... If it was in the days of pen and ink and they'd mop the floor because they don't have the health and safety back then. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, there you go. We know. Question answered. Brilliant. Genius. Uh, Matthew Pennell. Oh, God, not this guy. <laughs> freelancing question. Do you... Or <laughs> like we can answer now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are both employed. Do you or have you ever undercharged clients because you feel you will get other personal benefit from doing the work? For example, learning a new system, <laughs> building a new tool, I'm wondering whether to do cheap work to give me the opportunity to try out a new CMS. He answered. He asked us this on July the 4th. Yes. <laughs> so he probably made his decision there. Maybe you'd like to send in the answer. Yeah. <laughs> How many months is that there? Four months later, yeah. isn't it? So I think I would, or at least I, or I often used to, mm. because if you're trying out a new CMS, you really need a real-world example to try it on yeah um and you know if you're you know, if i deal with a client that you're learning the system in return for you know a little bit off i, I would say yes yeah it's payment in kind well i think it's, it's just useful information it's useful knowledge isn't it yeah um I, as, in theory i'd say no but I, I know that i'm doing it myself right now for somebody right well there you go so i i have to agree <laughs> Excellent. Well, we've come to quite a lot of questions, but I think we should answer one more. Oh, and Phil leave, Sherry. Leave Phil. the rest to the next one. Can we choose Phil Sherry's? Where is Phil Sherry's? Oh, God, man. <laughs> Good day to you both. I have a burning question for you. Well, that's a sign of kidding. <laughs> Why does my wee-wee sometimes smell of sugar puffs despite not having eaten them for years? <laughs> isn't it diabetes or something? Dangerous it, like yes, that. it's a problem, isn't it? Mm. It's like a, a possible symptom of diabetes. Um, is it now? Is it a certain like a yeast thing? I don't like know. A yeast infection. Um, we did answer know the quite answer to this. Um, I'm going to look on the internet. We are. Um, please, this is the point to say that if you do have any serious medical conditions, we are the people to come to. Because this was sent in June 29th, so I'm assuming Phil's dead by now. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people dying here. Yes. So it's that's it. Not the yeast. It's sugar. Mm. It's the sugars. Um, so it could be that you're diabetic or hypoglycemic. Or that you're, drink sorry. or that you're drinking too much lager. 
<laughs> yeah. that you're holding your wee wee in too long. Yeah. So yeah, it's a sign of sugar in urine. So see the doctor seriously, please. Yeah, June 29th. We're really worried about you. But it's interesting. It's a question that always comes up. Not in Rissington, but... <laughs> yeah, all the time I'm being at Stop the Scoop. <laughs> My wee-wee smells of piss. This no, is, I mean sugar puffs. This man dressed in an astronaut, astronaut costume accosted me. He said, why? <laughs> why? What year is this? Why does my urine smell of sugar puffs? Because they haven't been invented yet. Where am I? <laughs> there we go. Are we stopping here? I think that's... We've only good. got five more to go. Come on, let's get through. Come oh, on, Josh. Oh, okay. We're not going to do another podcast for ten months. Let's, let's do it. Fair enough. Go. Right, Sam Hardacre. He's a he's a nocturnal monkey. I think nocturnal monkey. Dot com. I think he's the guy who did some illustrations for um, Simon's podcast. Nocturnal uh, monkey. I don't think you listen to me sometimes. Sorry, he's not the way they were. He's a guy that what? Doesn't matter. I'll listen to it on the podcast. Yeah, well, I'll find out. Yeah, side joblings podcast, funky DJ ship. <laughs> Uh, glad, glad to hear Mr Hicks is speaking at Geek in the Park mm. <laughs> that was August <laughs> I predict that that will go down well Mr Hicks yes. <laughs> and it will rain yeah. uh, just wondering if Mr Oxen and the rest of the Rissington Regiment will be descending upon Leamington and I think you know the answer to that too they, friend they did not No, uh, that was June that was goodness me June got, I should come out about my geek phobia shouldn't I Go on, maybe this is a good opportunity. People running out with pieces of Lego going, help me build it. Help me build it. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a child. What is this crazy? Isn't that just sudden? Uh, Jason Weber. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would your kids go if they could only have daddy or chips? Chips. Well, but I'd have to drive and get them. Yeah. So daddy then chips. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mine not that keen on chips. So maybe it's, um, I don't know, Daddy or Cucumber or... Uh, Donny Hicks. Daddy or McDonald's. Ah, oh, that's OK then. I was going to say, you're very, very posh. No, I <laughs> just have to think about Cucumber. Yeah, I think if it was Daddy or McDonald's, I would choose McDonald's. McDonald's has chips. Well, I know. Fries. That's just it. But McDonald's, not chips, as in fish You get toys. Yes. That's and either. I mean, actually, they like French fries more than chips. But even so, they're not... They're not like me. They wouldn't, you know. Mm. If it was a case of, you know, children or chips. Yeah. Chips. 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 Big ones. Big chunky chips. From Tip the chip shop. For McDonald's visitors, your kids only want the toys. Just take them to the toy shop. <laughs> Work for us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Quite fancy McDonald's sometimes too. <laughs> yeah. Right. I couldn't possibly admit to that. <laughs> Uh, well, the next one actually is one we've already answered, so that's good. What, Nathan Pittman? No, the Kev Adamson one. Oh, yes. Um, we've skipped over Nathan Pittman, though. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, I think it's your turn to ask. I thought I just asked Daddy Chips. Did he? Oh, you did. Yeah. Um, so, Nathan Pittman says, Here at 9-4, we've been running a local creative get-together. Um, creative Assembly. Creativeassembly.net. I was getting confused by this pimpage. I think Pim Page. What's the Pim Page? Um, for a few months now. We're living in the Pim Page. Shamal. <laughs> uh, last week, the discussion turned to marketing and the recession, which the press and the media are driving us towards. This is June. Uh, it's, 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 I predict this is going to get a lot worse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> House prices are going to drop by 10%. People are going to start talking about crunchies. <laughs> Do you think that small and agile agencies like Hicks Design are better suited to weather a bad economic spell than large agencies? Does self-employment or running a small agency give you better job security than working for a larger company? Like you and I would either go and work for a bigger company. I know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, we both went to work for big companies, not because of recession or credit crunch. Speak for yourself. Didn't you? <laughs> Fear. Oh, okay. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> no. That wasn't the reason I went. I think smaller one person are probably better and also larger companies. Yeah. Larger companies, hopefully, if they're doing it right, have a bit more of cash tucked away to mm, ride the storm. But there's a kind of middle ground of, like, say if, if three years ago I decided, oh, I'm going to start a studio. Yeah. And started hiring people. And say we've got a small studio of about sort of six, eight people. Um, I think that would be an issue. 
mm. because that's a lot of people to ensure um, get paid. you know get paid every month rent for studios well. yeah yep. where you know you're still in that position where it's probably not as easy to to build up a, a reserve mm. to see you through the hard times but um, I don't know it's difficult because even even larger companies are laying lots of people off you know well, the company I'm working for is categorically stated not laying off at the moment. Mm. You were sacked. Thank <laughs> <laughs> <Right on> you. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> You're so fine. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe Nathan could leave a comment to say actually how it's been since June, yeah. <laughs> and whether he's actually you know got any better. Um, on an unrelated note, he says, any listeners out there want to swap your copy of Lego Indiana Jones or for Mario Kart? I have both. So I have both, and I like playing both. So no. Well, I haven't got Lego Batman yet. And it does say, are you going to finish the end so we can answer to that? Oh, yes. Maybe you can start a weekly swap shop spot. No! No! Unless Nathan would like to manage that for us. Yeah. Well, people send in swaps. If people send us stuff, we won't send it back. Yes. Swap done. <laughs> yes. They get nothing in return. Yeah. What do you get? I got nothing. <laughs> oh, we'll send them a lousy T-shirt. Right, we have reached the last question. Whose go is it? And it's yours. Um, hello, guys. Been loving the show. Of course you blum, have. Blum, 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 blum. Wanted to know your opinion on Nutella. Spread of the gods? Is it really that different across ponds? Any other spread recommendations? Mm. I would, should probably tread quite carefully here. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Go on. No, I can't do dirty jokes on here. No. Oh, uh, oh no. I see where you're going. Ah, uh, uh, you see, it didn't take long for you to catch up. Nutella is okay. Mm. It's probably the most highest sugar of, even more than sugar itself, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's lovely though. It's a bit, um, bit high on the sugar. Um, Peanut butter with chocolate through it. That's quite nice. Mm, that's interesting. I like peanut butter definitely, but. I don't know, chocolate's not the right combination for me. What about those sandwich spreads that you get out of the pots? Yeah. I like scrap paste that looks like beef. Beef yeah. paste that looks like beef. <laughs> Chicken paste that looks like beef. From the cow crab. <laughs> um, what about um, Marmite? Yeah, I like Marmite. I like Marmite. I like it thick. The real Marmite hit. Yes, so that it removes the top layer of skin off your mouth. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine if I went vegetarian... And I just wanted something like to satisfy mm. cravings. I would go for a big, thick wedges of marmite or a spoon and marmite. Ooh. You really do love it too much. <laughs> the only thing I used to spread on toast when I was a younger man was just salad cream. Probably because that's all I could afford. In those young, cream. carefree days. Yeah. Salad cream. Oh. <laughs> what should we have for dinner tonight, darling? Salad cream. <laughs> Squeeze it straight into the mouth. Yeah. As I I'm matured, I developed a taste for toast. <laughs> oh, yes, goodness me. Um, interesting, but he says that it might be different across the pond. I, well, maybe somebody Nutella. could send us some Nutella from the Americans. Yeah. Please, I mean, I know that. And what's that American peanut butter? Uh, I think they call it peanut butter too. No, no, there's a special brand. That they we didn't get invent it, though. Imported. Did they? No, no, no. Well, they, did they? I thought they did. Well, they? I think we did. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's something like Fox's peanut butter or something, and it's it's got a lot of sugar in it, which is mm. why it tastes so nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it might just be more sugar. So what are we asking for from the Americans? Nutella um, and sweet peanut butter. Yeah. Um, and any other unhealthy any food other spreads. Yeah, we, we will eat them and review them live on the show. Yeah. Oh, talking about things that we've tried to get going and never happened, the Spitfire competition went well, didn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funny, it was funny. I mean, I didn't... I, ex- I expected a very low response. I must admit, I didn't expect an absolute zero response. <laughs> but it was interesting, because when I mentioned that the deadline had passed, there's a few people on Twitter saying, oh, I was going to do something for that. Mm. Oh, I really wanted a copy of Trading Eye. And then... Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. That or, was a month ago. So. Walk the walk, but they can't spit fire the... Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I think the, the upshot of that is sod you, sod the lot of you. No, don't be nasty to no. our last listener. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the final one hanging on there. Um, but yeah, I probably safe to say we're not going to run competitions again. It's not that no. kind of show, is it? Just, it's just that we had something we thought we could give away. When we just thought we could do something for people. We set the odds too high, man. Yes. Um, what else have we got to say? We were on the radio the other day. 
Yeah. Yeah. We were on Radio 5 yeah, live. They edited us to hell, though, didn't they? They edited us a lot. So it sounded really boring. <laughs> Not like we normally do. <laughs> it was a bit weird listening back to it. And there was a bit where I was trying to be a bit silly, a bit cheeky. And it, it came across as um, a loving. Yeah, you see, that was edited badly because I was because uh, of that bit. I was like, "I love you." Yeah, <laughs> no, it didn't really. It came across as a bit dull, but um, not like this podcast. No, not at all. Um, so we'll we'll use some sound bites from that. I particularly like the guy that said, uh, "And that was John, short for Jonathan and John <laughs> from the Rissington podcast." <laughs> so we're going to keep inserting that as a little sound bite. Yes. Um, and we'll also put a link to that. We won't put it in the podcast feed, as, you know, it's not it's BBC's really, not ours, and I'm not mm. sure if we're going to be um, told off by the big British castle on TV. Um the, the only thing I want to say before we go... Yes. ...is we've got another 30 questions to pile through. Uh, leave comments if you want us to do another hour-long show. <laughs> and if you yes. don't... Do you prefer an hour? Do you prefer shorter... And we'll be back sometime in the summer 2009. Let us know, yes. <laughs> exactly. So we're now going to cross our fingers, check the recording, hope it's not crackly. And if it's not, we can get it out. Yay! Right. And if it's not, I'll get it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, time to go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, Hey! <laughs> <laughs>